Hey everyone, you're listening to Your Best Life. I'm Sherry Purdy. I'm a wellness coach here at Mercy One and a certified personal trainer. And I'm Colby Yoder. I'm a certified trainer and a health enthusiast. And I'm Miriam Lake. I am also a certified trainer and I love my job. <laughs> Yay! Today you um, are going to be hearing us talk about don't be a dumbbell, start using those dumbbells. And so we are excited to have you here and we're really pumped up to talk to you about it. And um, one way we want to hear from you is through our new uh, new way of emailing us is podcast at mercyhealth.com. I'm going to say that again, podcast at mercyhealth.com. Please contact us. We want to hear from you listeners and would love to get your opinions and voice and uh, learn from you as well. So today we're talking about don't be a dumbbell, start using those dumbbells, people. Uh, just really wanting to talk to everybody about the importance of strength training, why we need to strength train, any age, all ages, all uh, people, males and females. It's so important. So we're here today to talk about that and uh, give you some information on the importance of it, the benefits of it, and our thoughts or opinions on why everybody should be strength training. So I guess I'm going to start out with, uh, for you two, Kobe and Miriam, what do you guys, when did you guys start lifting or doing strength training? I probably got my first introduction when I played high school sports. And then after a year of not doing anything after I graduated high school and feeling not so good about myself and putting on a little bit of extra weight, I had got back into a gym setting and uh, started lifting and doing fitness classes and just fell in love with the process and uh, that was when I was 19 and I'm 55 now and still doing it and, and, and looking darn good <laughs> yes ma'am everybody wants to be Miriam oh well <laughs> well um you know I'm for me because I know you know right away when we're when we're born back in our day, strength training really wasn't a component of, or it wasn't really talked about when we went to school, our high school, at least my high school. And I know for, for the guys, it always was talked to, but for the girls at my high school, and that was over 30 years ago, uh, you know, even if you were in sports, because I was involved in a lot of sports, I was never once told by a coach to start strength training. In fact, it was more like get out there and start running, get your cardiovascular uh, improvement going, work on your agility, yes, work on your vertical, yes. But as far as strength training goes, really the only thing I remember doing was ab curls and push-ups, and that's about it. So I'm impressed that, Miriam, back in your day, one of your coaches was actually pushing strength training for you because I honestly can say 30 years ago in high school, nobody was talking to us about strength training, the women anyway. Well... I think where mine came from is I had an ACL injury when I was a sophomore, and I had to do physical therapy and strength training. That's what I had to do. So then I, that's why I basically got started in it. And then we did have a pretty good set of equipment at the high school I was at. And Yeah. And we just had like a universal, like the old school universal <laughs> in a small room that was like 20 by 20. So... But yeah, I mean, I actually was um, introduced to it when I went to college. I went to my first fitness class, and in my head, I thought, oh, fitness class, that's like Jane Fonda (laughs) and and, uh, that. But when I went, they were actually doing things that the guys were doing. But of course, it was college-level athletics, and it's a much different perspective. And they were adding strength training to the women's programs. And so 
I was like, wow, this is awesome. And um, that's kind of where I was introduced to it. I fell in love with it immediately. I, I liked the way it made me feel mentally and physically. And that's kind of where I started was when I started college. And that was back in 91. So, uh, and since then I've been doing it. It's my favorite part of exercise is yeah. actually the strength training Mine versus too. cardiovascular. Kobe? I'm just going to take you way back to the old physical fitness uh, presidential uh, days back when you did the (laughs) stretch and reach and uh, the pull-ups and, uh, you know, those type of things. You look back at those days, that's when back in Miriam's day, I should say. I'm not trying to call you older. You know, that's what they did. It was more about body, you know, body strength or, you know, those type of things, stretch and strengthen. And people, I really wasn't introduced till like ninth grade, really, Mm -hmm. with lifting weights. Um, obviously I think every school kind of varies still to this day. There's highs and lows of the, what they do at schools. I mean, just in our school, obviously they, sometimes they lock down the weight room, like it's the prison, so you can't get in there, but, um, you know, but it's nice that we have clubs out here that have gyms like the, our wellness center has, you know, a full fledged gym. Uh, you can go to anywhere really anymore and find some hotels are even stocked with those type of things, but I would say, like, in the last 15 years, strength training has just taken off unbelievably. Yeah, boomed. I mean, and it's not just from strength training to sports acceleration training. A lot of it's, like, sports-specific training. But I look at just at my clients and the different age groups I have, the different ways I train people. Mm -hmm. I mean, some people are looking for to bulk up. Some people are looking to just stay strong or healthy or what I call, like, modified lifts kind of mm-hmm. for every age group but you know i the pacific athlete for me like right now with coaching i mean we're doing power lifts i mean and that most of it's gone to power most of the athletics it's mm-hmm. definitely it's not the basic bicep curls so miriam thinks her husband looks good when he's pumping the gun up <laughs> that kind of stuff now it's more about power and yeah that, and you, you had made you mentioned that you know bulking up and i think back in our day girls thought you know, 20, 30 years ago that if you lifted, you were going to bulk up and look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. Cause and back in our day, that's kind of that. what we thought. And it's like, you know, for a average woman to bulk up like that, you would have to do some seriously intense training and be on supplemental, uh, dietary or anything else out there to get that big. Yeah. I mean, that's just not natural. And so I think that was the worry for a lot of women when this this started back in the day, like when we started talking about strength training, like you got to do it. It's important for so many factors. But a lot of women didn't want to because of that factor. Mm -hmm. And now it's almost reversed. People realize how important strength training is to being to having a quality life, right? to, to being able to move and do things until you're 90. Well, and with that being said, uh, we got to talk about our oldest uh, aerobic participant that that lifts heavy, which would be Cleo. I won't mention her last name, mm-hmm. but she's 80 years old, comes to at least four fitness classes a week, walks five miles a day. She still lives at home, mows her own lawn, does her own snow blowing, washes her window. She's 80 years old mm-hmm. and is lifting 10, 12, 15 pounds she's, dumbbells. She looks fantastic. On a regular basis. Yeah. So it's and she's she probably just really got started with the lifting part in maybe the last 15 years. So that would have been when she was um, 60, 65. So but she's always been active. 
but the lifting is just so important. Yeah, she's amazing. She's amazing. She and you know, who says you can't treat, teach an old dog new tricks? Honestly, I always tell people the one thing that you can do is start strength training at any age. Exactly. Any age. I mean, they say the stat is out there, the research is out there that after the age of 25, people lose a half a pound of muscle, muscle. every year. Muscle burns fat. Muscle makes you move. Muscle makes you have a better life. And to think when you're 25, you don't think of in the terms of long term. Hey, when I'm 40, I'm not going to be able to move as much. But at 25, if you are not doing resistance training for those muscles, you're losing a half a pound of muscle of, you know, and generally speaking, you're also gaining weight. So uh, on, on top of that, your metabolism slows down. And so it's really important at any age, 80. 20, 10 years old. I mean, to do something to move your muscles is is important. I think it's key to life, to be it honest is. with you. It is. And if you want to keep your metabolism up and to, and to help keep your weight off as you age, that's the only way, really, you can do that unless you want to totally restrict every single calorie and watch every single calorie that you're eating mm -hmm. all that the time. Definitely. I mean, if you if you're not someone that's done resistance training in your life, it's just start slow. I always tell people, you know, when when I go out and do speaking engagements, the first thing I say is you got to start strength training. I mean, walking's great. Don't get me wrong. Getting out in nature is great. Deep breathing is great. But you have to start strength training, whether it be push ups against the wall, whether it be pushing yourself up and off of a chair like a dip you got to start using the muscles the way your body was meant to be moved. And so I really believe it's key to quality of life. Um, well, one of our, our uh, most popular classes here uh, for the group 65 to 87, because I took a tally to see how old the ladies were in there, and there's about 25 of them that come in and do our senior fit class three days a week. And they are very loyal and they do things that other ladies are thinking, I can never do that. Well, yes, you can. You just have to come in. That's a great example because my mom's one of those that come to that. <laughs> Yeah, she is. And she was the one years ago that was like, I will never do strength training. I just want to walk. And she finally found a friend to come in with her. And the improvement she's had, not only, you know, with cardiovascular, but in strength training, the things she can do better now. Right, like stir her cheesy potatoes. That's right. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or walk up the walk up the hill to get the mail. Uh -huh. I mean, just things that I'm so impressed with. And then when she gets sick, the rebound. She she returns so much faster when she gets colds and uh, flus because her body is strong. It's stronger than it used to be. So I'm so happy she got into that class. And you're right. There's there's so loyal, but there's that socialization yes. part of it too that they know if they don't show up you guys, the instructors mm -hmm. and uh, her, their, their participants are going to ask where they're at because yeah. it's just a, it's a great thing. It is. And, and we do, we, all the classes that we all teach and um, the people that we see in the gym, if we don't see you guys for a while, we're like, Hey, where have you been? I'm just going to hit on a little bit about what they're talking about with the senior fit a little bit. Most of the people that come into us as outsiders first coming in here think that the gym's overwhelming a little bit, but it's, and talk about how uh, I kind of confront some people about my clients. And I do have a, a lot of clients that are 65 or older right now. And mm -hmm. we do a lot of maintenance lifts, what I call them, and, it, and stuff that they can do in everyday life, trying to pick up stuff, like Sherry was saying, pushing off a chair, stepping up on things, those type of things, just exercise that are going to obviously 
integrate that kind of stuff, the, the work they're going to do every day. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff people do. I mean, you get 80 years old, sometimes it's tough to bend down and tie your shoe those times mm-hmm. they put on your shoes, those mm-hmm. type of things. So stretching stuff that helps that kind of stuff or lifting that stuff above your head because we, as humans, we don't lift much above our head. So I, mm-hmm. I try to do stuff because those are the type of injuries that could hurt older people. Well, just like getting in and out of your car. Yeah. You've got to be able to do that and, and getting up and down from the toilet. Right. Well, the functionality of doing strength strength training is the functionality exactly. of life. I mean, exactly. just doing everyday tasks is is easier. And, you know, I, I, I agree. It's like no matter what age you are, you can benefit from it. Yeah. You know, and I feel like younger people are starting to get know it. that. Yeah, definitely. Because it took me a while back in the day to get how important it was. And then I see, I feel the benefits of it. And when mm-hmm. I don't strength train, I can feel the, yeah. I can feel the difference too, you know? So I, I think it's a pretty awesome thing. Um, you know, one of the things that they, we, we talk about is the importance of strength training for just metabolic reasons, you know, to burn calories. I think that's the first thing people think of when they strength train and to be functional in life, to be able to do the task easier because you're stronger. But, you know, you can't forget about the natural endorphins it produces Mm -hmm. when you strength train. It produces 6% more endorphins when you strength train with a cardiovascular exercise than just to go out on a walk. And, you know, that's your body's way of saying, get up and go get them in any task you do for the day. And the mental power that it gives you, you know, so your brain is a muscle. You want to use that too in different ways, but um, people forget that every part of your body can benefit from strength training. And I just think that's, that's important to, to realize it's not just about burning fat, which is a great thing to do because you need muscle to burn fat, but it's about all those other great things that health wise benefit you, you know, reducing your cholesterol. It's the only thing that can help reduce the HDL or increase the HDLs Mm -hmm. in your cholesterol. No magic pill is going to do that, you know, is the exercise component of it. Um, you know, there's just a lot of other benefits to strength training that I hope listeners listening will be like, yeah, I need to start doing that. Not just because of wanting to get leaner, wanting to get stronger, but for all those other benefits of doing that. I like what you just hit on. Obviously I, I look at after you get done with the workout, how you feel like your mental state is way different from the start when you work out to the end of your workout. You're tired, but like 20 minutes later, you feel great. I know the type of things I feel like when I and I haven't worked out that great lately ladies obviously <laughs> I tell you, you every good. day you look good but I'm just telling you that those the endorphins and those type of things kick in and I just like at football practice the other day I had a kid the first two weeks that he could barely get through the practice but last night when we did gassers he was in the top five percent of them now it's just a matter of he's feeling that much better and he feels better about himself that's the thing about it I can just see him practice every day he's He's, he's grinding it out now. Mm-hmm. He, he's loving the grind. He's getting in there fighting a little bit. And it's a mental thing for me. I mean, you feel yeah. good when you get up in the morning. I feel way better when I'm working out. Definitely. And I can get up out of bed and I'm ready to go. Bug Miriam during the day. That's my <laughs> Joel. I'm ready to do it. You know, and I've, I always say to people when they come to our classes, it's like they leave a boot camp or a rip class or senior strength or whatever it may be. And I'm always like, you know, nobody's ever hated themselves when they leave a class exactly. because they've worked so hard. Yeah. In fact, it's absolutely the, the reverse of that. It's like, I got through it. I'm stronger than I thought I could be mentally and physically. And it's pretty dang awesome to see that. I get inspired by my, 
by our participants all the time. And I tell them that. And they always say, well, you're about ready to kill us in class, Sherry. And I'm like, you know, it's your fault because when I see you pushing that hard, it inspires me to push you harder. So, I mean, I feel like that's our goal when they come here. We want to get them stronger in all aspects, you know, mentally and physically. Well, and there's times, too, when, and we've all done this when we've gone into a class, and I teach a lot of the afternoon ones where it's like, oh, I really don't want to do this today. And the participants come in, but, man, once that music gets started and people start coming in and within 10 minutes we're ready to go and everybody feels better, like you said, when you leave. Then you have more energy at home. You don't just feel like plopping down on the couch, turning on the TV and grabbing your happy meal that you got through at McDonald's. <laughs> well, I just read an awesome research article on from American Council on Exercise that people who strength train, and it was specific to strength training, uh, sleep an average of an hour point, one hour and 15 minutes longer than people, better oh. than people who do not strength train. So That's you people listening who are having issues with sleeping, sleeping, if you're not strength training, there's a... You know, sleep is the health of mm-hmm. everything. So that's a that's a big key, too, is the sleeping factor. You wear yourself out physically. You're going to sleep harder, hopefully, you know, from doing so. But, yeah, it's it's a um, lot of great benefits of strength training. I know there's a lot more out there. I was trying to think of them. But, you know, just to inspire anybody listening, that you do not have to do this at our gym. I mean, yes, we have an awesome wellness gym with great people that can help you. But do it at home. Start slow, you know, to start yeah. two times a week of Five movements, whether it be lunges, whether it be squats, picking up a bucket, whether it be, um, you know, push-ups against the wall or the ground, or like I said before, the chair dipping yourself up and down Mm -hmm. off of a chair. Just start slow. Start somewhere to start, you know, the basis of strength training, you know, and then keep increasing it. You can YouTube anything these days. You can listen to podcasts and listen to us again. (laughs) Speaking of picking up a bucket. So, and sometimes in my class, I'll do farmer walks where we just carry a weight in each hand and walk around the room. They're like, why do you call these farmer walks? I said, well, because, you know, I was a farm kid and you you had to carry buckets of water or buckets of feed in each hand. And so we just call them farmer walks. Mm -hmm. So carrying a bucket of water, it takes a little effort. So get two buckets of water and walk around your backyard. You know, and if anybody's listening who's never strength trained, um, if you're continuing to listen, obviously you want to know more. So how to start off a strength training program, uh, what American Council on Exercise and American College of Sports Medicine recommends, and they're the, pretty much the Bible of to what a lot of the things, American Co- College of Sports Medicine is what I really feel is like the know-it-all. Um, they recommend at least to start out with strength training to see any benefits two times a week um, to do, you know, five movements that are going to fatigue the muscle or at least 10 repetitions to 12 repetitions in those movements. So let's say you're going to do a bicep curl. Everybody does a bicep curl with a milk jug or whatever they have at home. Do 10 reps, wait a little bit, do 12 reps and do that twice a week to start out with and then go from there and keep adding on. But it, it doesn't have to take a lot to get your muscle fatigued if you've never strength trained. So don't be afraid of it. You know, that's what I want to say is don't be afraid of it. It empowers you. I have another little story to tell. One of our trainers is working with a, an older lady who uh, came in with a cane. And she, you know, she wants to get back to where she can be outside and walk without any assistance. And I happened to see her leaving the gym the other day and just said, I said, how's it going? She goes, well, pretty good. She goes, at first I was thinking I wasn't seeing any results. She goes, but um, I'm walking without my cane. I went, well, that's a big result right yeah, there that you don't need your cane. 
anymore. And I said, it just, it takes time. You're not going to see results overnight or within one to two weeks. After a couple weeks of doing what you're doing, you're going to Yeah, that's a great point because I think a lot of people come into fitness classes or to the RIP class and they think within a matter of two or three weeks, they're going to see major results, loss of weight. But it takes, you know, the body a long time to adjust to what you're doing Mm -hmm. and to believe you. I always say to believe you because to do something two to three weeks is great, but to form a habit, it takes about six to eight weeks. So your body's going to be like, I'll start adjusting when you make, when you, you make sure that you're doing this on a regular basis. So, you know, the results factor, I always say to people, you're, you're going to feel better first. That's the first thing you're going to feel when you do the strength training is how good you're feeling mentally, physically, but then the circum the circumferences you know the the measurements is what they're going to see first their right. pants will start to get looser they may not see the scale move you know a lot of people when they first start strength training because we- muscle weighs more than fat mm-hmm. um they may not see that scale move for a little bit of time and i know that can be really hard not to see that scale move but i always tell encourage people push through it i'm telling you it's working don't give up right. because the body will adjust, and once the, that muscle starts to happen and you gain it and you become leaner, you're going to see that scale mm-hmm. move for the better, you know. It, it takes time. It does. And, you know, along with the strength training and getting movement, you have to watch those <clears throat> empty calories. Mm-hmm. And that's all of us. (laughs) Yes, it is. This is something we have to do too. You know, we we talk about this Mm -hmm. stuff, but we still we struggle with it at time. We laugh because people are like, "Wellness people eat that." We always have buffets, (laughs) or we have you know someone's leaving. Well, we gotta have we have to have a party of some kind, or you know, student leaves. Okay, we gotta have another party of some kind. Bring in food, and it's like, yeah, we we eat, but it's gotta be in moderation. And you know, you do gotta watch the empty calories a little bit. Exactly. We yep. struggle too. <laughs> We're so, human. It's about believing in the process. <laughs> you said that but, last week in that podcast. I, I totally agree with that. And then, you know, it's not where you start, it's where you finish. And uh, I was talking with a kid and he told me I was, he thought I was full of crap the first time I started coaching. The first year I started coaching football at Bosco, I told him, you know, we're going to be state champions. And we're going to have to do the right thing is to get, but it's a process. It just isn't going to happen overnight. It just doesn't work that way. And we went one and eight the first year. And he looked at me like, this isn't going to happen. No, this process isn't working. I'm like, but I saw every week, and I look, I look at my clients that way. Like, I look at my noon groupers that I work with. I have like eight to ten people that come in at noon every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And a couple of them are real skeptical the first time I started working with them. Like, they weren't seeing the results they wanted. Like, for the first year almost, they were like, I'm still the same weight. And I'm not doing anything, but I could tell that they were, they're physically getting better. I mean, they look better. I mean, they, and then the next year they all lost about five pounds. So then they just keep chipping away at it and it just keeps coming off. But I look at that with our football program the next year with the same one and eight team, the same kids I had the year before one and eight, but I could see every day that we were getting better. Mm-hmm. And then the next year we're eight and three with the same kids. Mm-hmm. And then the next year we make the state finals. And then the next year, and the next next year, and next year, and then it becomes a tradition almost. Like it's these kids are believing in the process. The next year, I want to be that. Well, they inspire other kids younger to say, "That's who I want to be." And then I look at my noon group, and the same things happen. I went from having like four people in that to now ten to twelve starts building. And they keep coming in. They see results, and they want to keep coming in, and they're feeling good about themselves. 
Then I see them on Sunday when I come into work out. They're they're loving it. Because mm-hmm. they feel good about themselves. We do have yeah. some diehards. We do. We have some great, great some awesome uh, members. People. Yeah. I mean, and that's like what you said. It's like, you know, let's say you've been strength training for, all of us have been strength training for years. Well, do I, do I expect to see major changes now because I've been strength training? No, but the benefit is that, like, I can move so much better than some people my age. Yeah. And even younger. And in my head, and I know this is crazy, but I, in my head, I still feel like I'm strong like a 20-year-old because that's just what strength training has done for me. You know, I know I'm not, but maybe. Yeah, <laughs> you just feel better and yeah, it's the, and strength training is, is lotion for your joints. Mm-hmm. That's what keeps your joints um, lubricated up and um, the range of motion because we start to lose that as we get older. Well, we lose bone mass too. Yeah. So, I mean, the only thing that they prescribe when you have osteoporosis is strength it's training, weight-bearing, you, weight-bearing exercises. exercises, because they want to put pressure against those mm-hmm. joints. And you're right. I mean, the thing that people do when they get injured is they stop moving. Yeah. And what they need to do is move and get stronger so those joints can heal faster. The blood repairs yeah. them quicker. And yeah, it, it's 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 great for your joints. Now, I'm not to say that I've never gotten up in the morning and had joint issues but <laughs> um, <laughs> and pain, but that's just part of the process. Like Kobe said, you know, the end result is that it still feel makes it still makes you feel better. And and you know that it's doing good for your body, even though you might have aches and pains. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I heard a little statement once. It said, we don't stop exercising because we get old. We get old because we stop exercising. I love that. Yeah, definitely. You know, and um, I also like the, the statement by Arnold Schwarzenegger. I remember reading it literally when I was in college because that's what I thought it was all about, was up on the, the Wartburg wrestling I remember going into the wrestling uh, room, which is old back then, but, and it said something like, you, you're born weak and you die weak. What you do in between is up to you. And I love that. Yeah. It stayed with me. Um, my husband has it in our gym as well. I, I just love that quote because mm-hmm. it is. It's up to you. It uh, is. What you want to do with your body in between, you know? And, I mean, we talked about this last week, Kobe, that, the bottom line is you want happiness. You want to have joy in your your life. And the way to do it is to be stronger mentally and physically. And strength training just adds to the quality of life. Yeah. I'll keep saying that. But the purpose of life is to have joy, yeah. I would think. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like that strength training is, is a big component of that, you know. All right, everyone, I think that wraps up this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We've really enjoyed talking today. And uh, in the future, we're hoping that you'll come back and listen to us. You can certainly give us your opinions, your ideas, your questions. We'd love to hear from you. Our new email is podcast at mercyhealth.com. Please go on there. Um, give us your suggestions, your opinions, your thoughts, because we, we are going to construct this podcast around those type of things and we'd love to hear from you kobe i'm just gonna stay stay with the process and uh, keep chipping away at it and uh, keep grinding that's what i'm gonna talk about so no matter where you're at you can get started um, with a wellness program in your city your town just uh look up the closest one that you think you would love to go to and we'll get you started on your path to better health 
And so that kind of wraps it up, everybody. We, again, thank you for listening to us. We are looking forward, so forward to hearing from you and to doing these podcasts to hopefully make you help live your life to the best it can be. And um, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Mercy One, for sponsoring us. And uh, don't forget to give us your questions on podcast at mercyhealth.com. And thanks for listening. And don't forget to live your best life.